Welcome to the Silagong Podcast. For this episode, we're coming from a special location. So we're down the south end of Crown Street Mall and we're set up in what's been deemed the collab room. And basically, we're, we're going to try and do an introduction to the ZigZag Hub co-working space. And I'm, I'm super excited to have with me the founder, Carmen, and uh, one of her offsiders, Robert. And we'll, we'll sort of be delving into that a little um, soon. I, I wanted to try and describe the space uh, for you to, tr- to let you try and picture it. Um, so we're in the NIB building and we're actually upstairs and it's this really nice open space, a great balcony out the front. It's got AstroTurf, barbecue um, and some lovely tables. And I think it's, it's a really approachable space. So if, if you ever want to swing by, Carmen is, is totally accepting. So I'd recommend, you know, if you find yourself in town in Wollongong and, and want to check out a, a free desk, this, this is the place to swing by. So I'm going to introduce Carmen, and, and she's the founder of ZigZag Hub. And uh, so Carmen, why don't, why don't you say hi? Hi, how are you? Good, good. I'm doing great. Thanks for having us. Um, I know it's a little bit of setup, and I've got my silent wingman Sam with me as well, so he's here. So um, I, I thought maybe before we talk about Wollongong and the ZigZag Hub, we could learn a bit about yourself. So maybe maybe you could you could tell us a little bit about yourself, Carmen. Okay, so um, I've been born and bred in Wollongong, so I've lived in Wollongong all my life. Um, attended the local schools and um, yeah, started my career working for my father in construction, um, mainly admin, and went into finance, and then went into commercial property management. Um, over my time, um, I then set up businesses in accommodation and serviced offices. Um, so my skill set has always been in space. Right. And this, this is sort of the, the next evolution, I guess. Yeah, and that sort definitely of thing. went that way. Cool. Great. And, uh, and joined with us, we've, we've got Robert as well. So I, I've just met Robert uh, tonight for the, for the recording of the podcast. Um, so it's a great opportunity for him to introduce himself to me and, and to, to the listener as well. So, Robert, let's, let's hear a bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Robert. Thanks for inviting me along, it's Jess. It's a pleasure to have you. So um, the, I'm a co-founder and lead software engineer in two startups I'm doing at the moment. Um, I'm also working at the ZigZag Hub as a mentor in the Young Entrepreneurs course we hold here. Uh, I've been here since the beginning, which is how I know Carmen and how I've gotten involved in it. Okay. Um, and yeah, I've just been involved in the accountability groups and all the other things we've run here too. And I think you've, you've sort of got a nice little story of how you got into, you know, the, the tech scene and, and startup. So, I, you know, I, if you're willing to share that, I think that'd be great. <laughs> sure. So... Yeah, I never would have imagined I'd be in this position a couple of years ago. So I'm South African, and when I first moved to Australia, I was pretty directionless starting this new life over here. I didn't know what I was going to be doing for the rest of my life. And I was up in Queensland working at a meatworks, chopping up cows every day. The Australian dream. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, saving all my money. I'd, I was renting out every spare room in my apartment to Koreans and just saving up as much as I could to go to university. 
But that all changed one day when I went to this 10-day silent meditation retreat in the Sunshine Coast. I came back completely changed. I quit my job. I used all my money to start a little startup over the next few years, which didn't work out, but it set me on the path I am now. Um, my diet changed, my lifestyle changed, everything changed after that. And yeah, and now I'm working in a couple of startups. Um, I'm helping out here at the hub, um, actually being really a valuable person in the world, which is something that I just didn't, I just couldn't have imagined for myself a couple of years right, ago. Yeah. And you've ended up in Wollongong. So, you know, it's a, it's a win for us as the community. This well, is the best know. city I've lived in in Australia. Repeat that again into the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thanks, mm. Robert. So I, I think, um, you know, we, we, we should probably talk a little bit about the Zigzag Hub. It's, okay. you know, it's the main reason we're here. Okay. And I think it's, it's a great chance, Carmen, because you're obviously the founder, so you know all the history, so we can sort of get an idea of of you know, you know why it's begun and that sort of stuff. Um, and then really I, want, I wanted to talk about over the years that you've been in Wollongong, the sort of changes that we've seen and, and that sort of stuff as well. Because I think that's really interesting to, to see how Wollongong's changed and, and where it's evolving and, and, and then see where we might go to next. So um, I guess to start talking about the hub, maybe let's, let's bring everyone in on, on what exactly is Zigzag Hub? You know, where, what is this place coming? Okay, so Zigzag Hub, um, you know, to be honest, it came about accidentally because um, I was a real estate agent a few years ago leasing out commercial property and um, an owner came to me and said, look, I've got this property, Langs Corner, and it'd be great if you can, you know, help lease it out. And when I saw the space within the Langs Corner, I went, wow, this could be perfect co-working. And I looked at it like it was pretty dated, um, needed a lot of work, but it had this great characteristic about it. And I looked and thought, wow, this could be um, a great space where we could offer affordable desk space for small business owners. So that was the original idea from day one that it was like that. So I actually approached the owner and said I'd take on the lease and, and you know, um, and I was going to start this business. So I gave up my real estate licence and went ahead to start Zigzag Hub as okay. a co-working space for small business owners. And, and how long ago was that? So that was in 2015, okay. April of 2015, when we opened the doors. Yeah, it's been a great journey. Oh, that's great. And I think you were holding three, uh, three co-working days every Friday, which yeah. is how I got I first found out about it. Yeah, See, okay, that's great. that's really interesting, Robert. Here you are. You've arrived in Wollongong. How what, how have you discovered that? Like, what what sort of led you here to Zigzag? Um, so I was new to Wollongong. Um, and I was basically just working at home and at cafes around town and just wanting to get a bit involved in, in the area and the startup scene here. Um, so I was searching around the meetup sites and Facebook groups and I found, yeah, I, I saw the zigzag. Right, heavily okay. at that yeah. time. And what was interesting <coughs> then, because in my mind I had the idea of the small business owner, you know, mainly freelancers. But then when the startups came into the space, it was really new to me. So it was a whole, um, what I hadn't anticipated was this whole tech 
um, scene, um, but they definitely needed um, an environment like Zigzag yeah. Hub to be able to connect, meet other like-minded people, share ideas. So, yeah, it was perfect for them. Yeah, I think, you know, you, you hear about so many people working in cafes. I've, yeah. I've, I, I do it. I'm a yeah. remote worker. I work in cafes. I've worked in the library. And then to be able to have, you know, a space where you can go sit with like-minded people, I think that's invaluable just for personal sanity and then also, you know, getting ideas. and, and that Absolutely. Sort of stuff. And, to, and when ZigZag Hub started, to be honest, I didn't I, – I had it initially as about space. But then when it started and the numbers started growing, it became more than space. So then it became more about a community, yeah, to yeah. bring about a community. And that's where I started to see the change of what co-working space offers, that it's about the people within the space and how you can build that community. So yeah. it was really different from what I'd done before. And you had a bit of a learning curve, didn't you? Like getting up... Uh, up to date with these terms like oh, blockchain and MVP and growth hacking. I, it was so overwhelming. Like when they were talking about speaking about like blockchain and <laughs> oh, we need VCs and um, angel investors and uh -huh. ecosystems. Oh, we need all of the blockchains. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh my, what are you talking about? You know, so that part I found um, really challenging. But then, um, you know, um, I started to talk to people that were in that space, started to get educated, understanding, and it, it was it became fantastic because yeah. then, um, you know, you could see that's the way it's going. That tech environment is where innovation and creating businesses in that space, that's where it's going, yeah. I, th I think that's a real testament to you, Carmen, to be able to have that ability to go from construction and real estate and you know this this total mind change and to have this successful space oh, like where we stand it's i wish it was more than a podcast so i could show you you know this this cool room and and the setup because it's it's definitely you know you've built something pretty funky yeah and to be and it was what was great too was that when we saw that there was um members coming into the hub that needed the business support to be able to go out to the community and source um persons within the community that had done successful business and offer their time for speaker events and workshops and mentoring. Yeah. I just thought that was fantastic because here was um, persons that would freely give up their time to come into the hub and, and sort of share their knowledge with members within the hub. So that's where it started to really evolve with the importance of community and support yeah. being important. Yeah, that's cool. And we, we sort of touched a bit on, on what the hub is, but I think you've, you know, it sounds like you're running a lot of other programs as well. And something I really wanted to talk about because it's something I'm passionate about with, with Code the Gong, but I think you're doing a lot of engagement with high school kids as well. Yes. Do, do you want to touch on that a little for us? Yeah, definitely. So with the, um, we started um, towards the middle of last year, I've got a, um, fantastic team and a team member um, they have is Marie and so together um, we sort of developed um, a course for uh, young students ages 15 um, and so what we did last year is we went out to schools and started to bring students in the space 
um, Marie facilitated the whole course um, and give them problems and they'd come up with innovative ideas and then we asked startups within the space like Robert to be mentors and guide the students and you just take them at, you know from that process of well here are some problems what do you think are some solutions and for them to come up with some great ideas it was so inspiring and what they learn over the four-week session it's pretty pretty cool like problem solving digital literacy all that sort of entrepreneurial skills you know it's great yeah, what and would you say Robert and it always blows my mind um, how how easily the kids get into this <laughs> this new way of thinking when they haven't done it before at all. So fast. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah. And now we're getting students that are actually coming up and saying, I got an idea. So we're actually, it's going that way now where yeah. kids are coming to us and saying, I've got an idea, we want to work with this idea. And so we then get mentors like Robert to, to guide them to yeah, be able cool. to get their ideas. And we, we, we've even had a few who have got uh, successful yes. businesses oh, already cool. set up and running while they're in high school and then they're coming and doing the course so they can work on it and get more insights. As long as they don't drop out of high school when they're like, yeah. oh, I've got this huge successful <laughs> yeah. startup, I don't need school anymore. No, that's... A, okay. Yeah, that's exactly right because the skills it gives them is like finding their potential within yeah. themselves. So when they come up with a mock-up of um, um, an app or a mock-up of a website of what a potential business could look like, going through all that process gives them valuable skills. And even what we do is bring in mentors from different industries, so whether it's a lawyer or an accountant or a programmer, so then they're able to talk to those people from those industries yeah. to get an, um, an insight on those different career paths. So it sort of encompasses a yeah. lot, a lot in it. Like, I think to when I was in high school, there's no way I would have been able to have those connections in yeah. the industry. Like, so that's, that's I think, really advantage. Oh, it's great. Mm. It's also a completely new way of thinking about their yeah. career, as opposed to all the career advice they're getting just smashed with uh, yeah. at, the, yeah. at, the, at the stage they're at at school. I think they yeah. mostly year 10, where yes, they're just 15. planning their subjects yeah. for the next year. But then they come here and they suddenly see what else is possible. And then they hear me talk and I've got a bit, just some sort of anti-university no. rules, or at least you've got to be really, um, you've got to be really clear on how you're going to use that degree uh, to get successful, or otherwise you'll just end up in debt and without a job and so on. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's, it's no... Um surprise the the IT industry is is built people that have degrees but there's a huge amount like of self-taught educated yeah, you know absolutely um, whether it's programmers yeah. business analysts data scientists or anything like I don't think there's a strict reliance no exactly on that, on, you know taking that step so it's um, you you mentioned at the start there that you were reaching out to schools Yes. So if now, let's say, um, our listener might have high school age children that would be interested, can they just reach out to you directly or, or how can they Absolutely get engaged? Absolutely they can. They can um, email or contact us direct, but we are in the process now of updating our website, which okay. should um, happen towards the end of next week, where we're going to promote um, the Young Entrepreneurs course on the site. So then okay, cool. parents can have a read about, yeah. see what we're offering and, and yeah, give us a call or, or send us an email. 
and I get 10% kickback on everyone that's signed <laughs> up, Carmen? Or no. Okay, we'll write that into the contract later. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I thought, you know, you've been operating now, it was since 2015? Yes. So we're into April. fourth year, fourth Yeah, middle year. of... Um, Oh, fourth, yeah. Birthday party coming up. It, it'd be interesting maybe to talk about some changes that have happened, um, you know, since you set up and, and maybe how the space has evolved. Yeah, definitely. So um, originally with this space, we, you know, did seek a lot of um, persons coming in to speak and do workshops within the community, and we still do that, you know. We still do that. But what was... Um, What's been great is to actually ask members to come and now do speaker events and workshops within the space. Or feature on the podcast. Or feature <laughs> on the Silicon podcast. Valley as well. Yeah. <laughs> we started accountability sessions in the old space. Now in the, use, in the new space, we've um, expanded those accountability sessions where we've got members within the hub as team leaders and they sort of mentor each other and we sort of start of the tagline between us we have the answers so what we've seen was amazing that when you bring people together and they share their experience and the ideas they have the answers between them with what's who struggled how they got a win yeah. so we're sort of um, bringing that to the table now where members have the opportunity to do their speaker events and workshops and things mm -hmm. like that and that's uh, that's made the speaker events so much more exciting because now you you're not going there just to get some information from some professional you don't know you're just going to hear um vin or steve or whoever you work with every day like give their story and some of the advice about what they do yeah. and it's made it yeah a lot more engaging uh, cool great so i think um I, I, w I wanted to talk a little bit about Wollongong as well, because obviously, oh, yes. Carmen, you've, you've lived here for so long, yeah. and, it, and it'll be interesting, Robert, as well, as a newcomer, to sort of hear your perspective on, on these sort of things. So maybe, you know, Carmen, I, I've been in Wollongong now, I think I'm in 15 years, and even in the 15 years, I've seen changes. And mm, it, it just be, yeah, you know, obviously, the co-working space is, is a big change as well. So I thought, yeah. you know, what, what sort of interesting things have you seen Oh, I've seen massive changes, like massive changes. And I suppose when I say that, it's because I've been in that commercial um, property sector for a long time now. So where I've seen the changes is um, definitely, you know, there was a time um, where the steelworks were driving the region. It had changed in about, say, 2000, maybe eight, where you could start to see the university driving the region, tourism, so tourism um, has really come to the forefront, which I think has been exciting for Wollongong, because we, we are a fantastic tourist destination, but also within the CBD, um, with the commercial space, like you, you might see a lot of vacancies and things like that, so I've also seen that side where before there was a lot of um, commercial, but whether it's because of changing technology or whatever there's a lot of vacancies now but also the way um, the commercial is changing like with exam with co-working yep. so persons are identifying that it's great to work in a co-work space they don't have to be tied up to a real lease they minimize their cost they can not come from home work in a space whether it's a daily whether it's weekly, whatever. So I've seen those changes within that sector in the in the Wollongong area. Yeah, I think um, 
the just the the point you touched on the the vacancies the commercial vacancies is definitely that's a big subject that's come up recently yes you know i and it's it's probably come up before in wollongong and I know just recently Renew Wollongong probably yes, started that's again right. about last They're year. They're starting or that to start to help fill up some of yeah. the spaces. Yeah. So but it's I think you know that's obviously a great initiative to, to see those unique and different ideas of, of spaces that we might not be able to see. I think there's there's definitely more space that could be done. Yeah. And the other thing that's been, you know, on a positive note is the infrastructure. Yeah. You know, you look at the South Coast Hospital that's come up, you look at the developments that's come up. So what that's been able to do now is bring people from, you know, Sydney to come yeah. down to, to Wollongong and the population's going to grow and there's great, like, a real variety of cafes and yeah, restaurants yeah. now where years part. ago you probably had a couple. So the, the, the city is definitely growing. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. So there's some exciting things happening and, and I think it's really moving forward, you know, with with everything that we've got to offer. It's yeah, great. Yeah. It's, it's funny thinking because, Robert, you were saying you've been here three or four years, so probably for you the free shuttle has always existed? Yeah, it yeah. has. Yeah, mm. okay. it was, oh, yeah that must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Do you use it or? Uh, I used to, but when I was looking for my last place, I was really strategic about the location and managed to find a place within walking distance to to the mall, to here, to my gym, as well as to the beach. So that's the Wollongong advantage right there. It is. I mean, I don't Mm. think there's many people or there, there might be a few, a select few in Sydney where you can have that trifecta of you know your recreation your employment and everything just all within short walking distance yeah i'm really lucky i came here because i was actually wanting to move up to sydney i'd just been living with my business partners down in aladala doing a three-month stint of work and then i was looking to move up here but one of them recommended wollongong saying it's cheaper than living in the city it's got the uni here lots of young people things happening and it's close enough to the city if i ever need to get up there and man i'm so lucky i did (laughs) we've got the best weather down here it's just perfect year round Um, yeah we've got everything here (laughs) yeah it's fantastic you know we we with all these initiatives that are happening in silicon valley obviously you know i feel strongly about as well i think it's it's only going to keep building yeah. Um, and even like you said, like, you know, the talk of innovation now yeah. within Wollongong and, and the tech and all that. And I and it's great to see um, like Silicon, you know, bringing that all together because, you know, Wollongong is known as the city of innovation. And if we can just sort of all work towards that, I think we'd, we, we've got something amazing. But, yeah, yeah. It, 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 we can make it more amazing. Yeah. I, I think that's sort of, you know, we're, we're talking a little bit about the future now and it, I think that's a good sort of segue into maybe what your plans are with the ZigZag Hub and, you know, where, where do you see this going in five years or, or that yeah. sort of thing? Do you have any plans? Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. I say, look, when I first started ZigZag Hub, like we mentioned, and the whole tech thing was like, oh my goodness, I was so hopeless at Facebook, let alone know anything in tech. But innovation is it's fantastic. So we've seen, like with the Young Entrepreneurs course, all the um, people coming in and starting a business in tech, that innovation and entrepreneurship is going to be a real driver 
in, in, in helping change things in the world or in our communities and that. So we want to sort of be there to be part of that, um, that change. And so Zigzag Hub will, is now starting an incubator in tech where we've engaged Robert as an expert in residence to go and assist people that want to come in and, and think of ideas or they've got early stage startups to help them moving forward. We want to keep growing our young entrepreneurs course to empower youths within the region to keep move, you know, to give them a bit of insight about entrepreneurship. I, th I think that it builds talent in the region as well, right? Like it's yeah. Yeah, part of developing the youth now, it's just going to help us in the future. hundred percent, hundred percent. And then even to be mentored with people within yeah. it's great we also got um want to be involved in global so again seeing innovation helping with that so we um, assist in building a school in Cambodia but taking the young entrepreneurs course there to start um, an entrepreneurship course for 15 year olds over there so I really see that with Zigzag Hub we want to keep moving with entrepreneurship and innovation we've just secured a second space down in Nara, and the goal for that too is to create an incubator down there and to keep um yeah moving forward with yeah. that but also have people like freelancers companies that have employees come into the space so it's it's still all of that as Good well mix, yeah. yeah and so the the Nara space Yes. Does it have a name yet or is it just going to be Zigzag Hub Nowra? Zigzag Hub Nowra. Okay. <laughs> the branch office. Yeah, no, it's... Um, That's no, quite exciting. It's very exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's great. I'm really excited to see what comes out of running that Young, young Entrepreneurs course in Cambodia. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that's... Um, yeah, because I did a trip about... Uh, over a year ago and I'd gone to this village and it was pretty, yeah, pretty pretty tough, you know. They had it pretty tough. But I asked them, well, how do the young kids sort of communicate in that? And they said, well, they've all got Wi-Fi and they all got phones. And I thought, oh, my goodness, wow. And then I could see the power of, of that, you know, to yeah. think that in those remote villages they've still got accessible to Wi-Fi and, and Facebook and that. So they started, they all liked me on Facebook and then we talked about, you know, maybe we should do something, like an entrepreneurial course. The 15-year-olds, very um, intelligent, were really open to it. So I think, you're right, Robert, it's, it's going to be so exciting. So we do, we go over into July to start our very first one there. That's cool. I could. It, it would be amazing to see the ideas that come out of them yes. as well. Like, just a, they'd be coming at things potentially from a completely different perspective. Hundred percent. Fifteen-year-olds here would just take for granted and not think of. You know, mm. the, the, there's probably going to be some great stuff. Well, it'll be the same. We've asked some of our kids in our local community about problems that, you know, there's certain problems, and and on the, the solutions they've come up with is amazing. To some of the problems, you know, they've come up with um, environmental, sustainable solutions, other solutions. And over there, we think the problems are about their communities. And it'll be interesting to see their ideas about how they can sort of um, do something within their own community. So that's going to be interesting. Sometimes all people need is someone to give them the OK to go yes. ahead with their idea. And once they get that, they can just run with it yeah, and get yeah. it happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. So 
we've you you mentioned uh, that you were based in Lang Corner yes. building, which is on the corner of Crown Street and Kembla. Kembla. No. Yeah, Kembla, Kembla. Kembla, On the yeah. corner of Crown and Kembla. That's right. Wollongong. We all know where everything is, but no one can name the streets. <laughs> yeah. And so now we're actually just across the mall yes. in the new office space. Um, and, and what do we have here? I know we're in the collab room. Um, what, what else... So the difference between the old space and the new space is we've got a few, couple of offices um, for anyone that might have a team that they want to work in an office, so we didn't have that offering before. We've got phone booths so people can go in and make private phone calls or they can use them as little meeting pods. We've got a room, when we call it the productive room, but it's where you know people really want to get in there and focus so they just work 20, you know, at that time, just pretty intense. And then we've got what we call the collaborative room, and that's where people want to come in and they still want to have open conversations, brainstorming, but everyone's doing it, so it's it's not a bother. What we have, which I think is exciting and we didn't have it in the other space, is, as you mentioned, Jess, a great balcony. And, and that was one of the reasons, to be honest, I really wanted the space. As soon as I saw the balcony, I thought, wow, that works with that community feel. Yeah. So people can go out there, have a meeting. If we have social events, you know, we can have sort of go on to the balcony, have a few drinks, have a barbecue. Yeah. So it, it sort of lends itself that... Um, with the space, it's not. There's different options on how you want to work. So whether you want to work at a desk and be productive that day, or whether you just want to chill out the next day and have a coffee and sit on the balcony, or come in the collaborative room, that's what's um, good about the new space. That it leads its way to go into different areas yeah, and yeah. how you want to work. And I think this room would work great for an infrastructure coders meetup. Great. Great, Jess. I'm going to hold you to that. Oh, I'm, I'm going to hold you to it. Um, I think, yeah, if, if you're open to it, there'll probably 100%. be... The Silagong meetups will definitely yeah, be, be, be swinging. Great, yeah, great. Because that's what... I, and, you know, I've just seen just recently the community of Wollongong really coming together with the whole tech, um, you know, inspiration. I think that's great. I think it's fantastic, you know? Well, I, I think that's we've I've pretty much covered off everything that I wanted to talk about. So you know, I want to I want to give a big thanks to Robert for for putting yourself out there and and coming and joining us tonight. Um, it was my pleasure. And it was you know a great insight. It's always super interesting to hear from someone that's new to the region and sort of you know how how they're finding things. So that's you know we look forward to seeing what you're up to next. Thanks and, for having me on, Jess. And obviously, Carmen, you know, thanks for having us. Oh, um, and you've been a great support of, of, of mine, of infrastructure coders oh. in the past. So I really appreciate it. Um, no, yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Jess, for giving us the, the time to do this. That's great. Thank no, you no. so much. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, if, if, if you're not uh, already a member of Silicon Valley Meetup Space, I'd, I'd recommend you, you hop on there because you'll see Zigzag Hub come up probably in the future. Uh, and the Slack channel is always uh, a great opportunity to engage with us. So if, you've, if you find yourself listening to the podcast, you can head over to silagong.com and, and sign up for everything there. Cool. Thanks. <laughs>